Hey everyone, welcome to Kafaru Cast. I am Amanda Rowe and I'm here today with Aaron Snyder. He's gonna be my little helper and I'm your temporary host to tell you some stuff about life. <laughs> exactly. About your about your life. Yeah. Which you are you've been here a year, I guess, isn't that right? Since last July. Right. So Amanda is um I haven't I've I I remember seeing you when you were like up to my knee. Um, so I've known Amanda's uncle for since the nineties, I guess late nineties, ninety eight, ninety nine. We shot tournaments together. Um, Jason Rowe, who would never be on a podcast, um, but he's a killing machine. And then your family basically are all hunters. There, you were born into it, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, not talking about Jason too much, but as an example, he killed the Colorado big nine and i don't know that he had binoculars and he did it in cowboy boots and wranglers that's jason yeah and uh so you were in school for like writing and filmmaking stuff like that for the last few years and when you graduated jason mentioned to me hey um amanda needs a job and then here we are yeah he was in here because he had the governor's tag for his moose hunt last year and i think he was trying to get you to help him with that and my dad came in and had a chat, and now I work here. Yeah, because so your dad cool. and I packed, and him packed Jason's moose out. His first moose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. So now you are in charge of, well, a bunch of shit. But you're in production, but you do all the batching and everything, which you kind of got screwed because I was first going to hire you to do something different with me, and then Elisa stole you. But I think I get to steal you back here soon as time goes on. Um, but so, if any webbing buckles, things like that, having your pack sewn together. Uh, you can thank Amanda for that because um, you're in charge of the sewers too, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> a mm-hmm. thankless job. Every now and then I walk by and say hi. <laughs> Pretty much. But but you just got back from, a, I guess that's third season, right? Third season yeah. rifle hunt? Yep. You got your ass kicked at first, didn't you? I did. Like what level of ass kicking and why? What do you think happened? Uh, I don't know. So I've only taken, I've had three tags this season, only took two days off, so... This whole deer season, I've been trying to get off from work a little bit early and run home and go hunting as quickly as possible while there's still daylight. And then daylight savings time happened. That really jacked everything up. That always fucks up third season. Yup. So finally, I took Friday off, and then Saturday and Sunday, we put down some miles. And um, I think that was the biggest butt kick there. And... It just, it wasn't looking good. There was no deer movement. We saw one doe, a squirrel one day, and it's just, there's nothing going on. Bad, yeah. And then did your, uh, did your dad or uncle help you? My dad did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And then, uh, but you've killed two fucking crankers before. Mm-hmm. How big, what's your biggest buck? I think he was like 181, I want to say. Yeah, I he looked, measured he, him myself. He's a 180 frame buck for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's. Was that last year or the year before? That was in 2016, and then I don't think I drew 2017. And then 2018, I got another big one last year. He's in the high 170s, isn't he? I haven't gotten him back from the taxidermist, so I haven't literally We're put just my hands say, on it. Yeah, with a good photographer like myself, we could have made that like a, an Internet 200. Uh-huh. Um, just kidding. You're actually quite good at photography. Um, that reminds me, I'm supposed to get you a camera soon, so you need yeah. to keep pestering me about that. Um, but, yeah, so... But you've been on probably, well, we were just talking about this. I'm going to leave names out um, because I was giving you shit about 
a couple of people that you look up to in the industry, and I was, and how did I word it? I said, you do realize that you have a vast amount more experience than the people you look up to because you ha- they have a number, right? They have a big social media following, which I was giving you shit about that, and you were staring at me with devil eyes, mm-hmm. but you've been on hunts hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times and broke down tons of animals, and you've been fishing. You're quite the fisherman as well. Um, and so it's it's weird to me as an old fart looking at how the world works sometimes, especially with the, the younger generation as um, before, not to get on a, a huge kick about this, before social media, you, you were validated by experience. Now you're validate, validated by a number of likes. And uh, I believe I said, I'm going to smack the shit out of you because you have way more experience than all of these people. Um but you don't have the same social media following. It's growing, but you you have a shit ton of experience. Just from who you were raised by, you you have a ton of experience, and it, it is it is it is kind of an anomaly for me, I guess you could say, because well, you've shot a one seventy, a one eighty, and then this last year you shot's not going to score well, but it's a mature deer, mm-hmm. and, and in a hard season, um, you know, and not you're not buying you know your family doesn't have this amazing land that you get to go hunt on i mean i know where you're hunting and it gets fucking piss pounded so yeah that should be something that you should hold your head pretty high for because it's not overly easy in there Mm -hmm. what do you have to say about that well (laughs) it's awkward because i didn't even have social media until i was 16 17 years old so you're right like I don't have a big following or whatever, but I've been doing it for years and it just never has made it to social media. And a lot of places, I don't have service or anything. Yeah. So your phone dies if it gets cold. It's not going to make it to social media. And you have to live with the fact that like you know what you did and you have to be proud of what you did, regardless of what other people know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you still got good photos, which is good. But a lot of the stuff with the social media thing, like... You know, Frank didn't have any following. You started social media before I did, but then I got on the podcast with Brian and, you know, with out, right outdoor articles from time to time, and then it just naturally starts to, to grow, right? Um, plus, you were in college at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's kind of weird, though, how that works because um, uh, just like I said, with the experience you have, you could give, you know, good advice to especially women, the, the whole huntress thing kicking off, which I kind of feel weird. The huntress thing throws me off a bit. But Same. being a female in the outdoors, um, you give some pretty valid advice to people that may not listen to you because your social media following is not that good, except you've been around a lot of animals on the ground and put some, some good ones on there yourself. So pretty crazy. But what, uh, as far as like um, like your, I kind of say goals, but like what do you – I know we're, or I'm going to try and steal you to help kind of push our videos, you know, not as well as your own, but, you know, as we're getting bigger and bigger, people are pestering the shit out of us for videoing, which I am not very good at. So we're going to use you for that. But are you, are you wanting to get fairly known in the social media world and hunting world? I mean, I guess so. Um, that was the, the goal originally, but... As I get older, I'm sort of leaning towards using less of hunting as, like, my job as much as a passion and not combining them too much so that it's not as fun anymore because, I don't know, I I don't want to ruin it by trying to do it for the gram, you know? 
Yeah. You mean like the whole thing I went off on on me where I hate everything now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, and it can happen. I mean, there's there's pros and cons. Though. I'm not complaining at all uh, in the sense of like what I get to do is pretty amazing, but there is some downsides to it. And again, I'm not, not whining about it because I... Anytime I say that, I, I generally get a fairly significant amount of emails saying you're so lucky or whatever, but there is, it's not as, as um, glamorous as you might think, but it is, I, it is cool getting to hunt as much as I do. And as time goes on, it's hard not to want that social media following because there is a lot of pros to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but do you, um, do you have any tags left this year? I think I'm done. We might do a pheasant hunt, but yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Oh, lion. I'll, well, yeah, I was going to say, tag. you killed a lion a couple mm-hmm. years ago. That was a big one. Bigger than you. Bigger than me, but <laughs> we killed some bigger, <laughs> much bigger ones. Yeah. Do you, what, um, that lion though, what, wait, was that two years ago? Heck, I don't know. I think so. I got I a picture 2018? From, yeah, Jason sent me. It was before you worked here. He sent me yeah. a photo of it before I hired you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I remember because you were bear hugging it and it it dwarfed you. So it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, what um, on that? Because um, Jason he runs lines quite a bit now. Him, mm-hmm. him and a couple other guys. But on that, did you know you were going on that, or was a phone call and get your ass out here at snow and we're on tracks, or how'd that all shake out? Yeah, it was a phone call. I had to be to class at college that same day, and so I had things I needed to do and homework to get done. And I was like, you know, I can't go out unless we actually know that there's one going to be there. So um, they caught some tracks and then I ran out there as quick as we could and put the dogs on it and got it going. And it was a really good hunt. How quick did it tree? Pretty darn quick. Yeah. I mean, within three miles, I want to say. Yeah. And it had just snowed the night before. Were you able to loop around or did you have to trudge through the snow? We went through the snow yeah that sucks yeah 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 i kind of know where you're at on that one too he told me so um but what how big was that one you remember offhand what they said like nose to tail and then we didn't even measure yeah i was the first girl in our group to get one so it was just sort of a we're really excited get it to the taxidermist sort of thing both my sisters killed bigger ones than me though yeah it was it was just i mean i think looking at it probably just under seven foot nose to tail somewhere in that six eight six ten range um and then it looked, uh, I mean, and it was a tom, or at least a, I think it was a tom. Um, but I would assume, though, that was your first lion? Yep. Yeah. Were you freaking out? Oh, definitely. Yeah. What did yep. you shoot it with? A uh, SIG 40 yeah. pistol. <laughs> did you hit it the first shot? I did, you, right between the chest. Were you shaking like a cat shitting razor blades, or were you pretty um, calm? I dry, as bad as it is, it was a brand new pistol, and I kept dry firing. It was... She was just sleeping in the tree, and so I, I just dry fired for a while and got comfortable. Yep, it was perfect shot. Did you think of that, or did Jason have you do that? My dad. Your dad, yeah, yep. that's that's good thinking on him. People yep. don't think of that ahead of time. I was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, no, that's good. And then, uh, did you pack it out, or did they help you? They had to help yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it probably weighed as much as you did. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think Jason carried it most of the way. Yeah. Yep. Gutted uh, it and got it going. No, that's good. Did you mount that? No, just got the hide done. Yeah. Did you do mm-hmm. a rug or just the hide? Just the hide. Yeah. The uh, It's expensive. Very. Because um, people give me shit because I don't mount anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand, like, when I met your, uh, like, your your uncle, he, I, well, 
like for three years, I slept on a Thermarest air mattress, right? So hunting was a priority, not mounting, um, uh, or at least not mounting animals. So I was like, I've got the price of it. And, and I know Jason's a buddy of a very good taxidermist down not too far from you guys. And I was like, holy, I'll just European mount it. My God. Cause it's, 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 it is very expensive. And obviously you, with you going to college, how much of a pain in the butt was that? What? Financially on you to try to live a life and did you have much for scholarships did your parents help or did you have to hack it out i did college all by myself oh so are you still in debt yeah how much can you talk about it (laughs) (laughs) um so i did the really dumb idea and i was like i don't need a loan i can handle it and then i ended up putting it all on credit cards so i just have a lot of credit card debt yeah yeah you made it though so that's good yeah i mean i have a piece of paper how long how long were you in how long did it take from start to finish it was four years so, I mean, you you were able to complete everything in four? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Did you fail any classes? I did not. I actually was going to graduate with a 4.0, and the director of the school was supposed to give me a grade change when I finished my last class, and he didn't. So, I have one B. Oh, My that very bastard. last class. <laughs> yeah. I could I could say some words about him. Oh, man. Well, that's good, though. Do you, um, I mean, how much... Obviously, you probably aren't going to tell the truth. Maybe you will. Do you regret your major, or are you happy with what you picked? Was that something you always wanted to do? Um, I thought Actually, it was something. Talk a little bit about what that is, because I, I went over it, but I didn't go into great detail. Okay. Like Explain what exactly you went for and what some of the stuff you kind of learned. Okay. So I went for writing and producing film, and I wanted to use it for more of a, a small, small scale, producing my own sort of stuff, and they were more of a big scale production sort of design. So I learned a lot about the personal branding and marketing side of things and got to learn. And that's how I was able to sort of grow my social media a tiny bit that I did. When you were, as far as the, like with what you're talking about, like, is it, is it something where you could, like if somebody wanted to steal you from Kafaru, you can kind of, I don't want to say choreograph, but orchestrate the film, kind of write it what you want. Because you hear guys like Donnie Vincent, I'll, well, you don't hear him. I'll call him and he's like, oh, I'm writing, whatever. And I'm like, okay, so did you hunt and then you write? Or did you write and then you hunt and then patch it? Because one, I hate my voice. So I'm like, so if I went hunting, I would come back and you and I would talk. We'd talk about the hunt. And then you would write like the voiceovers and kind of how the flow would go. Is that kind of the general idea? Yeah, I haven't done it for something like that before. And that's more of the documentary storytelling where it's an in-process thing where you keep going with it and then go back and redo stuff. And that's a lot more complicated, in my opinion, than mm-hmm. just straight up writing a script and then having it produced. Yeah, because you can't write a script on hunting. Exactly. But, well, you could, but it wouldn't pan out very well. No. But you, it sounds like, though, you could do that relatively easy, especially if you have good uh, channel of communication through someone like myself, because that's exactly what we're going to use you for, mm-hmm. is um, I go out and then video, whatever, kind of give you the lay of the land. You'd have to watch all the video and then kind of get your own idea how you want it to flow and then go from there with B-roll and voiceovers and shit like that. Yep. It's a pain in the butt, which is why we have shitty videos, because uh, it's hard enough. We're doing solo backpack hunts, so it's not overly easy to to get that going, especially with the stick and kill something mm-hmm. and get f- footage. But on on some of the hunts, though, you, you're probably going to film some of them as time goes on. Um, 
possibly anyway, if you want to. So as we grow, um, I just, I, I think though, like it, even though that sounds maybe a little bit more of a scalpel type of, a um, of a degree, it sounds like you could branch off into all kinds of shit with that, whether it be marketing or, or, or anything really. Yeah. A lot of people actually drop out of the film school when they figure out they can do stuff without a degree. Yeah. It's an experience thing. It's not a piece of paper sort of. My daughter's industry. in the same boat now, so she's kind of the same. Not filming, but what she wants to do, what she's going to do, and, and kind of, she, you know, she, she knows she'd probably get a fairly good job through, through me, not here necessarily, but experience. She wants to go to, you know, and it might give her an edge where someplace, you know, something might not, somebody else might not have. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you also help us out on Facebook, um, and on, and I'm, quite certain if you could you take over more but i will say amanda's the kind of person that has a 90 pound load in her pack and she'll keep throwing rocks in her ruck um you're not very good at saying no in fact i did try and take facebook from you and i thought you would have thought i killed your dog i thought i was doing a favor uh see keep in mind it's amy's brought this up before social media for me is a burden <laughs> where for you it's fun and you like it mm-hmm. and so i can't remember i think i transferred Dana from doing something to something else. And I'm like, well, she'll have more free time. Hey, I'm just going to give it to her. And then you'll have more time to do this other stuff. And you were not overly happy with that decision. So we didn't make it Um, because you enjoy it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Where I fucking hate it. Um, And then so, you know, as as that kind of goes on too, are you learning anything in social media or as you've worked at Kafaru or heard me spiel about different things? about the outdoor industry that you didn't expect? Um, yeah. What are you learning? So on Facebook, I'm learning a lot about, I don't know, the, I use the insights and learn a lot about the analytics of social media and using a big company. It has a lot of followers and I have more room to, to try things out and learn how it all works. Um, as far as the industry goes, it's just, I mean, a daily occurrence of, calling out BS and uh, trying to filter through it to find stuff to post, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the one thing like we try and do here or I try and do is I didn't watching as I kind of came up the ranks, other people's websites or social media pages. I didn't want Kafaru's social media page to be a Aaron Snyder, Frank, Amanda, Dana, you know, whatever, and buddies of mine page. I wanted it to be all of our users page and very infrequently a post from us just because, you know, I want the users to know that I appreciate what they're doing and the photos they send in. And so whether that good, bad, or indifferent, I, I really, you know, when I have a user send me a photo, I'm like, oh, badass, because I like getting their people's hard work effort using our products up on that page um you know kind of where i i didn't say irritated but we try not to fake anything right there's no fake shit on our page it is what it is so there's no photo shoots i mean don't get me wrong if you killed something i'm gonna have you moved in 40 different angles and i'm taking mm-hmm. a bunch of photos but i mean we don't carry out shit that's already dead into the wood line and, and yeah, take new no. photos. but a lot of people do that um you know, a lot of a lot of people do that, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. That's just not a direction we wanted to go. And it was nice hearing from you, talking with you, that that wasn't a direction you really liked either. Um, mm-hmm. You think that's from the family? 
Like my family? Yeah, being a little, well, you didn't have to fake shit because you guys were killing stuff all the time. Yeah. Well, you think that's from that or is that from just your own kind of deal where you looked at it and were like, eh, I don't really like that. Uh, Yeah, definitely the family. And I just, I think I have a good sense of discernment telling. Good word usage. People, if, I don't know, if, if they're real or not, you know, if they're legit or if they're faking it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, uh, like, what what's your hope here? Because I've never really actually asked you that. <laughs> um, that people like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what's your hope as far as future-wise? I mean, are you wanting to kind of take over the the video part of everything and kind of run with that? Well, I mean, that's a, a big topic to talk about publicly. I guess as long as I stay with Kafaru, like, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm going to continue with my life goals. And if I can ride along with this at the same time and make it work together, like, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, so. we talk about everything in here. You don't have to be <laughs> your life's work or anything. But, I mean, kind of the idea, though, would be, in, in my mind, is the same thing you're thinking is you at least got to know the company while you're doing the job you don't really like. And then, which is good. I mean, you've got to know how everybody works and goods, bads. And then that way you kind of have an idea too, the flow of the company when like, you know, probably you're not gonna be able to depend on me to remember anything. And you're going to have to do probably more shit than you really want to, but you will be, I don't know how many times I've told you this already, but as you're asking me questions, I'm like, say, what am I usually saying? Do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why you're here. I trust you just do it where you were kind of seemed like thrown off by that yeah yeah it was actually irritating to me because i'm like i like you i trust you just fucking do it and leave me alone um not in a negative way but i'm like hey you you can do whatever you want i highly doubt you're going to do anything to screw up but you i don't know that you even liked that i said that did you want more direction i guess so with the film school thing kind of relates back to that because there's so much hierarchy and you don't touch anything that you're not supposed to touch like it's i mean you follow explicit directions and that's what you do or you get in trouble sort of deal so um yeah i guess having freedom and trust from the boss to like do whatever i want was sort of intimidating yeah you said i intimidate you anyway do i (laughs) still intimidate you yeah pussy (laughs) (laughs) the uh the one the only rule really we have here on social media is Dana cannot post more than one Kafaro employee. It's supposed to be a month, but in this time of year, we're all killing stuff. So she did one in, I think, a week, just so it's not a Kafaro heavy page. Other than that, and I'm sure she told you, mm-hmm. I don't really bug you guys a whole lot. Every now and then, she'll have to approve uh, a post if it's... Man, it sounds horrible, but there's been so many people getting busted for poaching or negative mm-hmm. things lately. So we had to yank a few that... She didn't even know. And I'm like, you better pull that shit off the page. That dude just got busted. <laughs> yeah. But, but other than that, no, I mean, that's the thing. You're much more, I guess, say upbeat um, and more creative than I am. So who am I to tell you exactly what to do? Because you're going to probably do it better than I am anyway. And everything's gone fine so far. I mean, the the Facebook page just it seems like as far as had nothing to do with you, Instagram does like for Facebook was like the thing for a while. And mm-hmm. then it seemed like Instagram kind of took over a little bit for that. For it, it is what it is. Our Facebook page has good numbers, but um, Instagram does is, is busier mm-hmm. um, just by sheer nature. The one thing though is 
we don't do a great job feeding you, which you've yelled at me before because I'm horrible about it. You're like, why didn't you tell me that? I'm like, I don't know, I fucking forgot. Because um, I got too much going on. But as time goes on and you probably get more freedom, you know, a lot more sizzle reels and a lot more videos on um, social on Facebook that we are not doing now. Um, which I'm saying that so people can actually chime in and you can read the comments because um, people will talk about that because we get pestered a lot for um, content. We don't, you know, like constant content. And so, see, you can take that and then you can, I think the biggest problem you're going to have is coming over and say, hey, dickhead, you need to come do this video because you're, you're, you're intimidated by me, which you shouldn't be. So you're going to have to get better at coming down and saying, hey, I need you to come do this. Are you going to be able to do that? I think so. As we slow down through the winter, I'll have more time. I've been so busy upstairs, though. I know. Yeah, you have been. Well, and that's part of the problem, too, is I think about social media as a burden. So the last thing I'm thinking is you're busy is I'm going to go pester Amanda to do this video. And then later on, you're like, hey, you didn't tell me to come help you with the video. And then I'm thinking, well, shit, I was trying to help. But I've learned now that you enjoy social media and don't look at it as a big pain in the butt like I do. <laughs> exactly. However, I did not know about like the one employee a week thing. So I guess I'll just publicly apologize to everyone that's been having to look at how successful we are. Um, oh, no, it's not that big of a deal. Like I said, with Facebook, I don't mind as much because there's not as many people on it as Instagram. And Instagram is a scroll away. Like you pop on that page and you just scroll your thumb down you have to look like it's not as in your face just because of the format of both. So you didn't really have that rule because it's not as in your face as much as Instagram did. So you're funny. Um, but we've done all of the people here have done really well. You got your did you guys got an antelope, too, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So five. Yeah. You guys piled them up because um, you were shooting long distance right before that, weren't you? Yeah. Because I remember I saw the video. Mm -hmm. um, it was like 630. Was it? I think it was 620. 620, yeah. yeah. Was that the farthest shot you'd taken? Yep. Squirrel? Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, was that a, which rifle? That was a 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah, was that yours? Yeah. So what is your, what is your weapon of choice? The Kimber 6.5 Creedmoor right now, I mean, that was, my dad won it at a banquet, so that's like the highest power rifle we have, and that's what we use, and then since then we've sort of really ended up liking that, ended up with a couple other rifles that we like as well. Yeah. But... Well, we're friends with Kimber. Hopefully, they listen. There you hey, go. Kimber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're we're super good friends with Riza Leupold, and then yeah, and that's the scope. With, yeah, is that scope you yeah. had? Well, there you go. Did you send that to her? Mm, no, I don't know. I have her. to link you up with her. Yeah, yeah she'll please. love that to death. Um, that yeah, I think um, I think though, like you know, over time it'll be good, and hopefully, the path we take with you is kind of the path you wanted to follow, anyway, to a certain degree. Um. We just suck at, like, actually going out and videoing the stuff that we do. Um, well, it's tough to do, to, like, do it for the gram, you know? Like, or not necessarily that, but just, like, you do stuff and it doesn't get on social media, but you still do it. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, and I mean, I don't really – I do the Insta stories. Yeah. Because so many people bug me to do – they're like, hey, dude, I'm stuck in the house. Can you please do an Insta story? Although – the one I just did of the whitetail hunt was me talking about getting my ass kicked in the fit, in, in the camera a yeah. lot. That was a rough one before I finally got one. But the mountain ones are more fun. And the thing with Verizon, if your ser phone isn't dead, you can update more. Did you have service where you were? Nope. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because I, I was looking to see if you were going to do a story and you had chunks. 
But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, the chunk that she's missing is the one where she's in the woods. So I was assuming you probably didn't have service. Yeah, my phone dies as soon as like 40 degrees or below or it's dead. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, what what else have you kind of learned since you've been here on the – has anything surprised you? And I don't mean just necessarily with Kafaru, but Kafaru, the outdoor industry, like – have you uh, kind of been taken back by anything or has it been fairly smooth? Um, yeah, I guess there's some judgment involved with a lot of things. Um, before it was just like if I have outdoor stuff on my page and someone else has outdoor stuff on their page, like we're cool together, cool. Yeah. And now it's like I've had people block me immediately because I don't I don't know why, but I'm imagining it's because they have some sort of beef with us or the way that I do my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, know. Who knows? Yeah, I... I um, pro- it could be a combination of the above the cat thing, you get blocked that, a lot oh, from yeah. the cat. Yeah, yep. the cat will block you. Um, I don't know how many users or followers people pretty much know now on mine. They're gonna see some dead bears and cats and shit. Mm-hmm. But at first, like, I was getting death threats and hate mail, and yep. so that probably as they scroll through if i saw that dead cat that'll lose you some followers pretty quickly and then oh like my buddy he's a big trump guy he posted about trump he lost like 700 from that oh it was wild but i think we're getting i talked to trump jr the other day i think he's going to get on the podcast for real yeah yeah he he and i stay in not to over exaggerate the relationship, <laughs> but he and I stay in decent enough contact. He, he's a, actually a big stick bow guy. Okay. And he shot in a tournament with feathers and he got super wet. And so he asked about the trad veins, there which I came up with. So, yeah. And you'll kind of learn that as time goes on. Like, there's going to be certain shit your posts where you think's like super cool and you're going to get like all kinds of hate mail and blocked. And you're like, what the hell did I do? I didn't mean yep. anything. Cause you're pretty naive's not the right word. You're pretty innocent. Um, so yeah. you're not going to do anything that, you know, you're going to, you seem more like you want, like, to get along with everyone where I'm a little bit different. And so it's hard for people to take that sometimes because you totally didn't want to piss everyone off. And mountain lions, even though they eat all the nice little cute little four-legged animals, those are a tough one. They are. <laughs> I try to have, like, educated conversations with people and I give them a chance and sometimes it, it ends up okay. I send them to my DMs, like, if you really want to, have a conversation or an argument about this, like, let's talk about it. Otherwise, like, if they just keep harassing me and stuff or if I get death threats or whatever, that's, I mean, blocked immediately. Yeah, just so. blocked them, yeah. Jerks. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Anything else you want to cover about your hunt? Anything at all? Because we didn't really talk about the hunt. We just mm-hmm. said you shot a deer. So what yeah. happened at the final moment? How far of a shot? And were you, Was it last light? Were you, were you running it out? Was, yeah, it was like three hours to dark. Yeah. So it was the last bit. We were giving it one last swing. We did 14 miles on Sunday. Yeah. And, I mean, we decided to go to where we hoped no one else had been and went to the, the rock base, the top of the mountain, and tried to, to see something and got lucky enough to see one white butt. This, this, <laughs> this girl's big old booty got her in trouble. Yeah. Um. So we saw her butt and then got her head behind some trees and snuck in further. And she didn't see us. And I had my scope on her for a while, got up against a tree and just watched her. Because if she was there, yeah. hopefully some bucks were there. And I saw some antlers moving in a bush um, in this, like, six-inch gap. Yeah. So I was like, cool, if there's a buck, we're staying here until he walks out. out. So he ended up not walking out. 
Um, I was trying to get the bipod down, but it was too short, so got it back up and then got back in the scope again, and all I could see was the rear end of a deer in my shooting lane, which was like six feet down. He just needed to walk down the hill and get into my section because I could only see the antlers. Yeah. So he walked down, and I saw antlers on one end and a butt on the other, so he was quartering away enough yeah. that I got him right behind like the ribs, and then it went through to the front shoulder. So it knocked him down pretty quick then. Uh, I didn't think I got him. Yeah. At all. I got up to exactly where he was standing and there's not a drop of blood. So my dad had gone to the rock outcropping and was just like trying to see any movement. And then we saw that buck that I had seen in the bush run by. And it was like, shoot, I missed him. And he ended up actually not being the buck and I shot a different Buck. Buck that was bigger so that worked out uh perfectly but um i stayed at, at the spot where i shot him and was just looking for blood and then my dad whistled for me and i went over there and he said that he saw that other one run by and i was like yeah you know missed him whatever and he's like no i just watched him roll down the hill oh, so he had how long was the time from the shot to when he saw it fall not i mean Three minutes, maybe. Yeah, but so, not very much. Did you 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 did probably liver and lung then? I'm guessing probably yeah. liver, yeah. at least one or two lungs. Yeah. But um, the bullet didn't even exit. I pulled it out of the hide. So. Yeah. I don't know. It was just sort of surreal to know that. I don't know. I I was hoping it was a clean miss. Yeah. But it was really cool to actually see that I got him. But I don't know how we would have tracked him if it was any darker yeah. than it was. Yeah, so. it's a pain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's not like two either. You probably are going to want to shoot, nor would you want to, a three thirty eight Lapua at a deer. I mean, a, a six five. even like they get made fun of a lot now for yep. whatever reason. But it's a good caliber, especially for a chick. Um, 270 in a 6.5 seems to be a mm -hmm. good a, a good round. Um, I'm not a gun guy by any means, but it's not going to kick the living shit out of you. And it's got for deer, sheep, pretty good round yep. um but you've how long have you had that i mean you shot it a bunch hadn't you mm -hmm. yeah so you're comfortable with it i am yeah and i shot my buck last year with it also yeah. that was like an 84 yard shot though so that was yeah. totally different this year it was probably 150 yeah so um i don't know I, I love the thing yeah it's ridiculous it's got a good kick but i love it how far was the pack out I want to say a mile and a half. Yeah. Not terrible. We Up did two or downhill? Trips. Both. Yeah. Yep. A little bit of rolling. Yep. <laughs> was your ass cheeks burning by the time you got back, or uh, did you manage to load pretty well? We divided it up pretty well. Yeah. So I just had my day pack with me. So I carried the head. My dad got two quarters in the Nomad yeah. and went back and got my frame pack, the new 22 mag, and yeah. went back and did another round. We should probably get your dad that new cargo panel. Same with Jason. The new one with the pack. Yeah, Eric showed that to me. That was pretty darn cool. Yeah, we'll probably mm -hmm. have to get those guys. Cause they, I don't know if you'd like it, just because it's a, that's a load-hauling machine. Mm -hmm. um, the 22 mag is about perfect for somebody your size. But for them, your dad used the original cargo panel. I got a photo of him with Jason's yeah. moose with the leg sticking way up in the air. Because that was only a few hundred yards beside the road. But that was like the first cargo panel, and here we are. Mm -hmm. Eight years. Was that eight years ago? Heck if I know. It has a long I was time very ago. small. Yeah, eight years ago with the, the final version of the cargo panel. So, yeah, we'll have to get Jason, your dad, one of those. But mm -hmm. did, um, like, 
dark, dark when you got out? Or yep. do you hang some, yeah? We hung all the meat and trees, and then um, it was by the time we were even leaving the spot, it was dark. Yeah. And not it didn't help that I killed him way on top of the mountain. Yeah. So I hooked my no or wow, sorry, my door gunner to the nomad, buckled yeah. it on there, and then carried everything down. And my dad drugged the deer down to a level spot. Yeah. And we just did it from there, but it was steep. Yeah. Yep. Huh. What uh, on uh, is do you guys process your own stuff? We used to. Yeah. But um, my grandpa was sort of the head of that. Yeah. And he's passed away, so we take it to the processor. You go to Steve's or to a different one? Um, no. Yeah. We don't go to Steve's. Yeah. No, I'm, Jason and I have had this long conversation before. In fact, he yeah. was the first one that told me that you possibly are getting the wrong animal back um, yep. when you go to Steve's. <laughs> yep. We, I I kind of wanted to tell people that. So we go to Crippen's. They are good. And then I went to, I think, Bear Creek Processing last year. Where's They're Crippen's? Because I haven't used them. Hartzell. Oh, that's why yeah, I amazed Lake them. George, yeah, yeah, you went the opposite direction. Yep. Yeah, I um, we use um, and we use Steve some when we have some when we have to. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean honestly, if I'm getting burger and things made, I don't give a shit if it's the same animal or back because it's a burger, so I don't get too Twitter pated. But when we're having steaks and stuff made, I usually don't go to Steve's. Although I will say I did get my moose back. Like I would almost guarantee just because of how good we took care of it and how the meat, good the meat was. But mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd heard. Many people tell me that quite possibly they were not getting the same meat yep. back. I mean, if you shoot a doe and tip it over and it's, uh, you know, young, youngish, it's pretty hard to make that steak tough, uh, backstrap and tenderloin. And that's where guys were telling me, like, dude, I think I got the backstrap of a 12-year-old buck back, like uh, that kind of thing. And your, your, your uncle was the one that told me about that yeah. first, so— Sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Some guys, I don't know, because, like, you don't know how well they took care of their animal, if there was hair on the meat and dirt and stuff. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause you guys do take pretty good care of the the meat, from what I remember anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we took, like, when because I've done a couple animals with Jason. Jason and I haven't actually hunted together that much. Um, we shot more tournaments together than anything, but I did help mm-hmm. him with that, the moose. And then um, he... Not to get off subject to you and talk about him, but you, your family, because Jason's won some raffle tags that have oh, pissed yeah. people off. He has luck and, like none other. Well, you got to fuck a play to win, right? So when guys yeah. are complaining to me, I'm like, were you there? Like, mm-hmm. did you donate a shitload of money and uh, raffle tickets? Because he was there. Because the one time I think he won a moose tag and a shotgun or something ridiculous. I can't remember oh, what Oh, he, he wins won. a gun like every time. <laughs> but it's, he puts the max amount of tickets in. Yeah. So everyone, when I tell him, you know, oh, he had the governor's tag or whatever, it's like, oh, he paid a lot of money for that. Like, yeah. no, man, he paid <laughs> as much money as the other Joe that did. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I mean, he's like, um, it's not like you guys are inherently wealthy, living frivolously. I mm-hmm. mean, they, you guys all do manual labor, so or your, your you know your family does yep. construction company. So, what happened to uh, your older uncle? Want, yeah, he's alive. No, I mean, <laughs> I say what happened. What's he doing? Same thing. Uh, yeah, he does firewood. Yeah, he's really successful with that. So he is a mountain climbing machine. Him and his boys were out hunting the same weekend, and we ran mm-hmm. into them in the woods. So. Oh. He does firewood? Yeah. I got to get firewood. Yeah. Like immediately we get off the phone. Like, no shit. I've been trying to find somebody. But um, the he was like the motherly one of the brothers. Like he, <laughs> Seriously? I was, yeah. Yeah. He was like the one that was like always worried about everyone. We were walking, not tripping. That not that not the case? He he can go both ways. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's cool, though. He, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not shitting you. I'm going to be ordering firewood from when I got the phone. Like, I was way too late because I was going to order it early and I hunt yeah. too much. Um, but hopefully he can still get some. I'll try to hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy just to get it, whatever. Hey, well, you have to understand with us or, or, or with Amy, you were raised up there, right? Yep. So you, when you are raised splitting firewood all summer long so you have heat, um, it's not as nostalgic or not as, uh, what's the word? Like she's like the heat part of the fire is not as important as the look and feel of the fire. Um, oh, okay. And so she was like, well, it'll save some money. I'll just get some bundles at 7-Eleven when I'm in town. And I'm like, that's not going to save any money. Those bundles are crazy expensive and they'll burn up pretty quick. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of funny where you were raised on fire. I mean, you guys have, if I remember right, you have. Uh, wood heat as well as um, gas, don't you? Uh, we used to. We had a, a fireplace that did not work, so yeah. we got a wood stove. So, yeah. And um, we did a lot of wood as kids, and then we switched over to a pellet stove. We yeah. hauled a lot of pellets, pellets. as kids, <laughs> and now we have in-floor heat because we got sick of it. So. Yeah. I know my parents bought a pellet stove the day I joined the Army, I think, because uh, they didn't have their little... The little helper. Toby, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was always in trouble, so I was a firewood splitting fool, but... Nice. Well, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, shoot. I don't know. We could talk all day about random stuff. You did good, though. You were nervous. You didn't do bad I at all. I still am. Yeah, you shouldn't be. But you, the thing with these, it's weird. Like, you become desensitized. So I've almost become too desensitized and shit starts flying out of my mouth that probably shouldn't. That's or, okay. Yeah, you did good. Your voice didn't crack or anything. So, nice. yeah, you nailed it. It didn't hit puberty this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, um, well, yeah, everyone, if you, if you have a pack, you can thank um, Amanda because she's a big part of uh, that process of it. And then hopefully, of course, people will be hounding you now to uh, pester the shit out of me for video. So you may not want to give your <laughs> social media info out. But if you want to follow along on, on her little adventures and her page, you always have little motivational, cool stuff on there. What, what is your – do you want to give out your social media page? Um, I guess. You don't have to. It's okay. All right, fire away. What is it? It's AWOL Gray Row. So spell that out for guys like me. (laughs) A W O L G R E Y R O E. There you go. So, yeah, if you want to, you can't miss it. She's got crazy red hair, which Mm -hmm. is not fake. No, it's not. And people think it is, and it pisses me off. You remind me of uh, Brave, the girl with the bow. Well, I shoot a recurve too. There, there you so, go. See, so many people have been like, "I have a horse. I have a recurve. <laughs> I have ha- red hair. Like, I should do some Meredith stuff." <laughs> yeah, I want my freedom. I uh, <laughs> I had to watch that with my daughters. So I'm pretty up on Tangled and and Brave. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for hopping on here. You did great. Thank you. All right, go back to work. Sorry, don't Seriously, yell at me. Seriously, <laughs> I have so much to do. <laughs> oh Lord. All right, thanks again. Yep.